Hello and welcome to People Are Poetry, the podcast that celebrates one person and one story at a time, championing other people in the lives they lead and learning from the powerful lessons they teach us as we, too, keep courageously choosing to do all that we need to do to show up and to love others as our authentic and poetic selves. My name is Danielle. I'm your host and the founder of Forum By, from which this podcast was inspired. Come check it out using the Instagram handle at forumby underscore. I'm so glad that you chose to tune in today. And so, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of People Are Poetry. My name is Danielle and I'm so glad that you chose to tune in today. In today's episode, I have the absolute privilege to be able to be joined by Kathy Madavan. Kathy is a speaker, writer, broadcaster, communications coach, and the author of one of my favorite books named Irrepressible. This book has honestly, I have it in my hands right now. Like it's amazing. It has impacted my life in so many different ways. One way, one way in which being that it has produced a passion within me to live my everyday intentionally as the person that I am and to inspire others to do the same. In a nutshell, Irrepressible contains 12 principles for leading a courageous, resilient and fulfilling life. And so with that in mind, it is so incredibly relevant to this podcast because many of the principles in the book, if not all of them, essentially empower you and I to embrace the ways in which we are wonderfully written to take the metaphor of people are poetry uh, that one step further and so Kathy welcome to the show how are you doing today oh well I'm all the better for hearing that amazing introduction that made my day it's so nice to be with you oh amazing that's so good to hear I'm so excited to dig a little deeper into what it means to live uh, an irrepressible life and so with that in mind my first question for you is what does it look like for us to live an irrepressible life well, it, it, you know, that is a good question to start with, really, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah. I think if we're going to be irrepressible, then what does that mean? It means we can't be, you know, ultimately we can't be pressed down and held down forever. And I think most of us have those seasons where, like, we feel the squish. You know, life can be really yeah. kind of challenging in different ways. But for me, being irrepressible is that sense of being resilient and understanding that life throws us just so many curveballs and some of them Mm. are positive curveballs it might be great opportunities that are going to require a bit of bravery and a bit of stepping out but some of them will be balls that are really painful and difficult to catch and for me being irrepressible is knowing that life is full of these moments that we have to respond to and sometimes it's great and sometimes it's challenging but like if we can grow in resilience if we can grow in confidence in that sense as you so beautifully put it that we are all you know poetry in motion we are all people who are writing a story of our lives that we will be able to not just grow you know through these challenging times but actually grow in such a way that we can help others grow through their challenging times too amazing so good and I do you know what as you're speaking the word respond um when you said to respond to life's um, you know, ups and downs that really spoke to me because I think that is one key and, you know, leading an irrepressible life is remembering that remembering that we have the power to respond rather than react with emotion. Right. 
Well, sometimes the only thing we do have control over, actually, is our response. Sometimes life is, you know, way out. I mean, this last year and a bit of the, the pandemic, you know, we've so much out of our control. But our response, as you say, is very different to a reaction. It's, you know, rather than just being instinctive, it is being kind of intentional and really thinking about how can I respond to this well? Like what would mm. what would walking this path well look like for me? So I think that's a that's a great way of thinking. Absolutely. I love it. So, you know, the fact that Irrepressible has been written in these times, it seems incredibly timely given the pandemic and all the challenges that, you know, when we've had to choose our response. So once again, thank you so much for writing this book. Yeah, I didn't plan that, Danielle, I have to say. That was not, <laughs> that was not, um, that was not on the, in fact, I didn't, definitely didn't plan to have a book launched when all the bookshops and festivals oh, and everything were closed. But actually, <laughs> I'm so grateful for the way that it has been a bit of a handbook for people in a, in a, you know, a season that none of us could have predicted. So um, uh, it's, in some ways it's not ideal, but in the other ways it was really perfect. And mm-hmm. I've had to take my own medicine for sure as well. Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. And that's one of the things, isn't it? When we write, like I found that when I've written poetry and created podcasts, a lot of, a lot of the things that I'm, you know, speaking about comes from personal experience. Um, and, you know, things that we have to remind ourselves of, but it's great because as we're reminding ourselves, we can also, you know, share our, what we're learning with others, which is why I love, you know, it, that's why I love the intentionality behind the writing of this book, because you can see that it just comes from so many things that you've grown through yourself, which is amazing. Well, we're all in it together, aren't we, really? And, and it's, it's something very powerful about knowing we're not alone and mm. that, us, you know, nobody's situation is identical. But I think there's so much that resonates in different people's, you know, some of our story is, you know, disability and disappointment in different ways. Well, that might not be your story, but you might have had times where things haven't happened in a way that you'd hoped. And, you know, you kind of get a sense of empathy and resonance. I think being honest is and telling your own story is one of the most powerful things you can ever do, isn't it? Absolutely. And, you know, related to telling your own story, um, that links perfectly with one of my favourite quotes um, from your book, which is, irrepressible people are those who have discovered their distinctive difference and have therefore tapped into the source of when, where and why they come alive. And so why do you think, Kathy, it's so important for uh, you and I to know our distinctive difference? Well, I just think it, for me, it's been a real journey of coming to terms with the way that, you know, I feel that I've been, you know, divinely created, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of trying to be other people, instead of trying to live up to other people's expectations, instead of trying to fit into somebody else's mould, it's been so important for me to gradually unwrap and unravel the strengths and weaknesses that I've been, you know, born with and have developed in me sometimes through good things, but actually some sometimes through the challenges and you kind of think the more that we can get in touch with who we really are and kind of refine that and build on that and learn to sing our own song learn to write our own words then I think that the freer we become really and that is a sense of designing our life distinctively I think because I think it is so easy just to end up falling onto this treadmill of expectations and to-do lists. But there is something about designing our life distinctively, understanding, 
the unique distinct you that there is never going to be another one of never in history has there been another you never there never will be another of you and like the world only gets you once so if you don't show up the world never really gets you so it's so mm. important that we kind of come to terms and embrace who we are and stop apologizing really for the the, the strengths that we can bring to the game absolutely wow so much gold and everything that you're saying it's amazing <laughs> it's so good in terms of designing our lives I think you know defining our distinctive difference then in you know embracing the strengths and weaknesses that we have and and growing through different different um, experiences that we have in life I guess by defining our distinctive difference that allows us to realize the vision that we have in order to design our life with intention um, which is great. Well, it is. And I think it was actually a poet who I love, Maya Angelou, who Ooh. said, who said, if you are always trying to be normal, you'll never know how amazing you can be. And I think, wow. you know, it's not really until we kind of get to grips with our own amazingness. It doesn't mean to say being proud or big headed mm -hmm. or arrogant. It's not about that at all. I think it is about really standing firm on the foundations of, of who we are and realizing that we all have such a power to make a difference. We're all people of influence. And who wants to be normal and average? We all want to make a difference at the end of the day. Absolutely. That's, yeah, so good. Well, in terms of designing our lives with intention, without knowing our distinctive difference, um, how would you, practically speaking, advise somebody to kind of begin to build resilience in an area of their life that may be preventing them from designing their life in the ways that they might um, desire to do? Well, that, that's a good question. And obviously, it would depend on the situation that people might be facing. I think it's, it's good to just note that all of the research, the psychological and scientific research around resilience, say that we need two things. We need internal strength and we need external support. Mm. So it isn't just about gritting our teeth and trying harder. Um, it is about internal strength, so i.e. habits, mindsets, approaches to situations, thinking about our responses. But that alone won't do it. We also need external support we need those friends we need the retraining yeah. we need maybe benefits we need you know whatever the mm -hmm. things are from outside in order to be able to help us too and really those 12 principles in irrepressible I think are kind of like tools for how you deal with different situations and resilience so you know there's one in there about building your tribe there's yes. one in there about yeah, yeah. taking the next right step like when you're really stuck and you don't know what to do yes. just do the next right thing there's stuff mm -hmm. in there there's a really great one you poets will love called um <laughs> learning to play jazz yes, which is about that. being prepared to go off the script a little bit instead of getting mm -hmm. your perfect notes being prepared to embrace some bum chords that might take you to a new melody you never thought you were going to discover so oh, it is um absolutely. you know and that's about having that non fixed mindset of a mindset that's going okay this is not what I expected and it's not the plan a perfection that I wanted but what if I was to embrace this this kind of like this turn of events and see mm -hmm. where it would play out and, and and lead instead of imagining the worst you know mm -hmm. could I watch this you know this melody turn into something that's new and fresh and invigorating so yeah. there's lots of yeah. different principles in there that hopefully will will help people to be able to navigate 
appreciate those moments because Mm -hmm. let's be honest we've all got those challenges and the more tools in the toolkit we've got the better really absolutely you know learning you know I love all of I love all of these principles that you mentioned in the book learning to play jazz is oh that's just I love what you've just said you know because I think ultimately I've been reflecting about this this morning actually with some of the poetry that I've been writing I've got loads of notes and loads of things ready to kind of share on my forum by um, Instagram page but it's kind of one of those things where I think the perfectionist within me wants to be completely ready and so I know right contemplated, yeah to kind of, like you know contemplate all the outcomes of how I want this poetry collection to look but quite rightly as you said it's it's kind of as you're as you're playing so to speak jazz yeah. um there's poetry there's purpose there's um art to be found in the process right it's, uh... and there's something about showing your workings isn't there there's something Definitely. about kind of like the messiness of the journey sometimes and the problem is when we only project perfect when we only give the final polished polished results what does that do it just disempowers everyone you around around you because exactly. they think well unless I have polished perfection to offer then mm. like you know I can't join the party but the reality is we're all a mess like we're all just working yeah. out as we go along none of us have got this sorted so like if we are able to show our workings then we can encourage one another and you know mm-hmm. offer different routes out often different words often different melodies and I think it's that togetherness on the journey which is so much more powerful than just having that perfectly polished veneer which is Definitely. always you know always a challenge I think in our social media mad world Oh, yeah. And that's the thing with social media, isn't it? It's so easy. I mean, that's one of the things that I'm really, really passionate about on this podcast is creating a culture of celebration, because I think with the world that we live in with so much, so many different ways of um, being tempted to compare the ways in which we might want to lead our lives with the ways that others do so and feeling like we need to kind of keep up with the expectations of society and whatever that might be like. And you know, I just going back as well to what you were saying initially about there being two components to building resilience. That's so important. That's a really good reminder for me, actually, because I think a lot of the time I do focus on the internal, but I think, you know, the external, the, the community, the sense of community, the building your tribe, the being intentional with people around you is equally as important as internally trying to do everything. Because I think we can be led into kind of a self-sufficiency trying to do things on our own kind of mindset right it's well and that's where self-help falls down really because there really is a limit to it I love in in um in the bible there's a verse that says a wise man walks with the wise and um I think whether you are a religious person or not that is a really helpful little phrase because if you surround yourself with wise people if you surround yourself with creative people Mm -hmm. if you surround yourself with encouragers then you are so much richer and more than you would be just with your head down doing it on your own. And I think especially when times are challenging, it is possible to withdraw. And mm-hmm. in this last couple of years, we've you know, done a lot of you know, what psychologists call self-holding. But yeah. really, if we're going to become really resilient and strong, there is a sense in which you're so right. It is about community and togetherness. That's where the real, that's where the joy it, that's where it resides Absolutely. isn't it yeah completely I love that you know the wise walk with the wise I 
I'm sure I've read that in the Bible somewhere. I can't, I'm sure it sounds like a proverb. It is of. a proverb. Yeah. It's a proverb. I, and it's so true, isn't it? Because, you know, we're created, I, you know, I believe that we are created for community. We're not created to, you know, like, is it self-hold that you said? Yeah. That, that phrase. And um, that's so true. I think obviously to a degree, because we can't always rely on other people, you know, to, to give us an yeah. answer that you might need. In a there's moment. a balance. There's a balance for sure. And, it, you know, I think, well I, I'm sure that that just comes with time right just an experience and learning to hold the balance hold the hold that in place and yeah I guess there's sometimes there's seasons for greater self like moments of self-reflection and and uh greater uh need for community depending on what you're facing um so and I mean for sure there's lots of um lots of wisdom really about you could, you've you've got independence on one side you've got codependence on the other side but in the middle is healthy interdependence where we sometimes we are the giver sometimes we're the taker sometimes you know but we're in a place of healthy relationship where we're able to really kind of bless others but also to be blessed by others and that's that's kind of the the way it should be really if we're able there's a great chapter in the book called run your own circus which is about really getting to grips with some of those boundaries and understanding Mm. like what is in your hands what's in your control you don't have to run everybody else's circus for them you know and and also other people don't have permission to run yours either and it's understanding that whole concept of healthy boundaries and if you're going to be resilient and you're going to be able to respond to life you definitely need to have a strong sense of self and others and healthy boundaries in all of that too absolutely I was just going to say actually you've just um, said about the response again I was going to say that ties in wonderfully with what you're saying initially about how we can respond to life powerfully um, rather than react to it Um, and so with that in mind I and with the little time that we have left I know we've covered a lot of this and what we've been talking about um but in terms of responding to life and responding to um daily life and living with intention what would you say overall would be one key to courageously showing up to the world as our poetic selves well it's really hard to find one key and I think you probably be best place to do this after all these different episodes you, you're probably the, the queen guru on all of this <laughs> um, but I, I suppose I'd have to start where I start in the in the book which is yeah. really understanding your irrepressible purpose and I mm-hmm. think that is about digging those deep foundations and understanding that everything that you can see is shaped by everything you can't see mm-hmm. and that if, if we're going to show up to the world i.e be visible yeah. to the world that what really matters is what's invisible like it's where it's all coming from it's our character it's our spirituality yeah. it is those relationships it's our sense of self and security and a bit of self-awareness and you know building strong relationships all that stuff beneath the surface that often we we, you know, it's the hard work that no one sees. It's making choices mm. that are right, even if no one, even if no one ever sees it. That integrity, yeah, and and integrity means that it, uh, it's wholeness. It means wholeness, integral. It means that what people see, what they see when you show up, is the same as what they don't see. That you are the same person. That what you're showing them is actually who you really are. And again, a Maya Angelou quote. Again, mm. she always says, "When people show you who they are." believe them the first time 
And there's that wow. sense that as we as we speak, as we reveal ourselves, we are actually revealing something much deeper mm-hmm. than just the words that we say. We're actually revealing our inner selves. And so you have to kind of really dig those deep foundations, really do the work behind the scenes. And then I believe that what we create what we communicate, what we show. Yeah. That's like, I think the Bible says it's out of the heart comes, you know, or yes. out of the mouth is the overflow of the overflow. heart. And it's, it's so you know, doing that heart work so that what overflows is good and that we can be proud of it. So good. And and so, so somebody listening now who might be thinking, actually, I want to, I want, I really want to dig deep and find my irrepressible purpose or, you know, my poetic purpose in, in relation to this podcast, which is kind of, a, it's a sim- along the same, it's the same kind of idea, really. How would you advise someone to take their first step practically to discovering their irrepressible purpose? Well, I mean, apart from buying the book, obviously, which would be, really- <laughs> <laughs> which I highly recommend. Absolutely. Incredible. You know, I, you know, I honestly think it is, I think it is about just embracing the unaccepting that Mm -hmm. life isn't always a plan A. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about perfectionism already, but, Mm -hmm. you know, life isn't a plan A that we're trying to live up to. It is something that unfolds, that you write as you go. And, you know, that... And even if this stanza looks, you know, really rubbish, the next one can be really good. And yeah. in fact, in fact, the next stanza might be really good because you've learned some stuff from the rubbish one. Yeah, so, so it's, good. It's okay to kind of just be honest about how life is, but also to kind of build from it. I love the definition of resilience that is like the natural world where you see plants growing in unlikely places, like through pavement cracks or on the edge of a cliff. And for me, that's what being irrepressible means. It means that we can even grow in the tough, uncomfortable and unexpected places. And we need to, you know, give ourselves a bit of a pat on the back sometimes and realise we're probably doing better than we think. Absolutely. So good. Thank you so much, Kathy, for coming on to the show. Like, I'm so happy that you said yes to doing this. Thank what you. What a joy. We got there in the end. <laughs> yes, we got there. We got there after a few practicalities. Took some organizing, but we did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. And it's great. And it's just been such an honor to be able to chat with you more and dig, dig deeper into what it means to lead an irrepressible, intentional life, which is awesome. So thank you, Kathy. Um, My pleasure honestly it's been amazing and to everyone listening as well I will put a link to Kathy's irrepressible book in the notes of this podcast for you to check out as you've you know as we've said multiple times as I've said multiple times I honestly can't recommend buying this book enough and Kathy and I have only scratched the surface of the many invaluable insights practical tools that this book has to offer in terms of empowering you and I to show up to the world with intention and as our poetic selves and so as well to everyone listening thank you for listening and I will catch you very soon for another episode